Parvati, thank you so much for, for joining us. Parvati is the director of the Integral Yoga Center in Milan, Julia Yoga Shanti. Um, and she's, she's been a part of our, our Sangha, our family for uh, so many times, very close relationship with, with Gurudev. She's a part of the, the Global Network, the Teachers Council of Integral Yoga, um, yeah, and many, many other things. So Parvati, uh, much gratitude for you taking the time today. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So Parvati, why, why do we start with a, with a chant, Om and a chant? What's the significance or what is the effect when we do that? Well, I think uh, it's a very good way to, to connect. Uh, we were since the very beginning, <laughs> beginning, even when we didn't yet start, we were talking about connection. And I do believe that, especially, you know, when we gather together and everybody's coming from different situation or from different kind of energy. And uh, so when we are sitting together and chanting, it's like we all gather in the same virtual <laughs> space and that bring our you know our energy our soul our inner wisdom whatever we want to define um it brings in the same point in the same level of vi of vibration even gurudev was using is used to say that you know that you know when when we gather together in the name of you know of god or or of a certain kind of vibration it brings us together it helps us to be connected and also i think it's important because the vibration where we we arrive maybe we were working we were shopping our level of vibration is maybe more superficial or is a certain level. So then when we gather together, we chant, it's like we all channel ourselves in the same frequency. And so that helps better the connection and also whatever we need to do together for this amount of time that we will be together. I think that can be a good way to be together, <laughs> to start. Yeah, yeah. and I, I would like to ask you, if you don't mind sharing, just personally, um, your practice for feeling connect, connected to other people and um, a part of, uh, as opposed to, okay, this is me and that's you and we're, we're separate. No, we're a part of the same thing. We're really together. Is that an easy thing for you to, to feel that you're connected with other people? Or is that something that you need to practice and you've been trying to work at? <laughs> that is very interesting for me because uh, it's something I'm really working now in this period where we are forced to be separate uh, and where also our, um, let's say, non-verbal non communication um, is missing. We can't really, because I do believe that there is an exchange without words that happen every time we meet with somebody. There is an under, 
NIF uh, conversation that our energy and our bodies are, are communicating. So what I call it, or we call it the nonverbal communication is the most important one, more than the words that we say. So now, because I think, I believe that is extremely important. And I, in my different kind of study, because I also study a lot about China traditional medicine and shiatsu, and in, within this, uh, there is also a lot I study about this nonverbal communication because it's very necessary. So I, I can somehow learn and train myself to, to read the body. And also, you know, being a yoga teacher, I think those who are yoga teacher, they also learn by studying or by their own experience what each our student body communicate certain things so that for me it's very interesting now because we are missing that so i realized that before when i was teaching for example a class i I always feel that somehow being a channel of the teachings of Gurudev, which I really believe on that, I trust that I can somehow connect with the need of each student or with their, you know, even maybe physical, emotional problems and sort of giving them whatever is needed. I trust on that. And, um, and I think that is a way of deep connection. But we are not uh, aware, or at least I am not aware all the time. I just use my trust or my faith of the Integra Yoga teaching. Now that, you know, we are talking with this, I mean, I, I wish I could show you what I am, where I am now. You know, I have my TV in front to watch the other people. I have my phone and in front of me, there is my kitchen. So I'm in an incredible situation for me, which I don't see anybody. I feel like I'm talking by myself. And the only choice I have is to connect on a different level with the people that are here now or that are listening or they will listen to Facebook. That I think is extremely difficult to have that, that trust. And uh, I think, I really believe that this situation we are all in is pushing us to train ourselves in this different way of communication, which in a way is to communicate from your heart, but also to connect. Because we always say, we often say, 
that we are part or of this all pervading energy we say that but how much we really feel and are aware of that this for me is a question mark i may had in the past a taste maybe yes maybe not but now is for me i feel now is the time where i need also um, like a proof that i'm really connecting because i don't have the, the feedback that maybe a student with this body can give me can give me back somehow so i need to expand somehow my heart but also my my mind in a way i don't know exactly how but i'm training myself i i i share something i'm doing with a friend of mine we're doing a meditation we fix a time and we stay 10 minutes just to sort of connecting and sharing something whatever is coming spontaneously and after those 10 minutes we write down our um, our feelings and then we communicate each other our um, we we give feedback to each other i think it's wonderful <laughs> even though sometimes it's completely different what we feel but some other time there are some point of common points i think i don't know if i'm talking too much or you want you you just stop me if you want to. <laughs> you're fine no i think it, you know it's so interesting what what you're talking about it there's a couple points that that i'd like to ask you about that you mentioned um one is nonverbal communication uh which i think is very interesting um th- that we are always communicating with other people even beyond beyond words right there's there's another layer happening um do you find sometimes that that maybe um it's common to you know use words or a- appearance to um appear a different way to be seen you want to be seen well uh in the eyes of others but maybe we forget that there's really um there's no faking it like there's no phoniness is what when you talk about nonverbal communication that's what it makes me think about it and even you know the the practices i think lead to that too that there there's no like fooling someone else on who you really are like the only path is the genuine path um is that your experience too that there's really all i can do is become more authentic more genuine um it's never going to work the other way if i'm trying to fool someone else yes i i totally i totally agree with what you say 
<clears throat> unfortunately, though, we are in a we are living in a society where it's um, it's very refined this um, idea of appearing genuine and sincere, but as a form of um, of appearance. I don't know if I make myself clear. Um, yeah, that actually, sorry to interrupt, but you know, it makes me think of what is it even to ask the question, what does it mean to be genuine? How can I be genuine? How does that happen? Yeah, that is, that is, you know, because I really believe uh, in the, in being completely spontaneous. And uh, that is not always easy, even if I want to be in line with what I'm saying. Of course, now, you know, I had to prepare for this little talk. I'm not nervous about, but I'm thinking, oh, well, maybe I need to, you know, do a little makeup or, you know, to appear a little more pretty or more. But why should I do that? Who, who? Who is saying that you have to, you know, appear a little more pretty by making some makeup? I, if I'm able to really express my heart, express myself as I am and express what I have to say, which can be something very intelligent or something stupid, I don't know, and all the other will judge that. But as long as I'm uh, saying and projecting with the, my complete, um, uh, like I'm, an, I'm complete nude, I'm not putting anything on, you know, then, okay, I can put, you know, a little good dress or a little makeup. And the thing is that now, unfortunately, we stop at the superficial uh, and it's difficult to distinguish genuine and authentic from <laughs> spontaneous, genuine and authentic. I don't know even how to distinguish sometimes. And I do believe that now, especially in the yogic environment, <laughs> I think the word uh, authentic, it's a little bit over overused and i mean when i i think when a concept not not the word itself but the concept is overused he lose he lose um, his strength and his real reality so i don't know i i think the way to be genuine and uh, and uh, and more to be authentic, it's really about, uh, uh, of course, about satya. Huh? And also, you know, what the sutra said, that when you are really established in satya, or whatever you say, become, become the truth, become true. But I think it's not that it's becoming true, it's that I can channel the truth. So again, 
when we say that all the pervading energy and we connect with that pervading energy in a deeper level, then I get access to the truth. And then what I can express, if I really am still linked to that connection through my spontaneity, which I think is satya, then I tap into that source and what I express is the truth. But to be that, we need to be complete, very pure, very pure channel. And uh, while we are trying to be more and more clean, mm, we make our mistake, we make our experience. Um, but I think really we shouldn't use so much the, the word authentic as we're using. Um, we have to experience authenticity rather than talking about mm. I think. I don't know if I was clear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'd like to ask you about proof, because you mentioned proof, like needing proof in this time that um, you're connected, you know, to, to that source energy. What kind of proof would, would do it for you? Or maybe that you've received some kind of proof. Yeah. Uh, yes, that is a good question. Uh, <laughs> I think in our Catholic tradition, there is this uh, Saint Thomas that he never believed. Still, <laughs> mm. <laughs> he can see. <laughs> so maybe, maybe I, I am a part of that Saint Thomas energy. I don't know, but it's not that I need the, you know, the proof. Uh, it's like, um, especially in this period, I, I often say that it's like we are navigating, we are navigating in waters that we don't know. I've never been in these waters, mm. in a way. I never experienced something such, such this experience we are all experiencing now. And uh, we are... Um, we are bum, crossed by all kinds of emotions. Everyone has his own, but you know, there are many that we can, we can share that we know that we have anxiety, fear, um, also enthusiasm sometimes, maybe. Um, many different emotion that they go up and down and also sometimes you 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 don't recognize how comes all this emotion at once no and so when you navigate in this way and uh, as yogi i think we can anchor we can be really attached in this case to our um, practice uh, to our teachings uh, to the scriptures and uh, so on. But now, because of that lack of, uh, of, um, confront, um, of relationship with others, 
uh, I'm living here by myself. Now it's three months I'm, I'm in the house. Uh, of course, I can communicate uh, through Zoom, uh, through, face, uh, through Skype and everything, but still, I don't have that human contact that I'm used to. And not only because I'm Italian and Italian people are very, you know, body, we touch, we kiss. <laughs> but I think every human being has this um, need of human, of physical contact. So saying that, it's necessary to have a different relationship with people on the, on the heart level or on the mm, mind, uh, like, I don't want to say the word telepathy because it's not exactly what I mean. And so it's like when you are crossing a place where it's completely dark or water that you don't know is dark, you need some light. You need some, some something that, tells you that you are on the right track or you have an intuition. So in that sense, I'm saying the proof that I may be in the right direction or... So that the example I gave about doing this meditation with my friend, that we dedicate this 10-15 minutes to, to sort of connect and then we share that it's a little that little feedback we give to each other it helps me a lot in terms of having that that proof or to see if sometimes it happened that we really um, maybe visualize the same elements or um, there are points that are in common of whatever was our feeling or our experience. So that helped me a lot because it gives me also trust. Trust for me, it's another big point, trust and faith. Yeah, um, I was just gonna say, you know, trust is I think very connected with faith. Do you, do you ever um, find that it's challenging for you to have faith in particular with how things are unfolding, right? Especially considering the situation, people that you know, you know, die and they suffer and these things happen. I mean, this is, this is the way of nature that these, these things happen. And it's, it's really, I think, hard for us to, to see and watch. Um, so for you, is it, is it challenging to, to maintain your faith in how things are unfolding to like really believe that okay i don't understand why these things are happening <laughs> but i still i still trust okay so one step back is that i am not a very religious person i never been and i think i will never be and that is not very helpful in a way because um, when you <clears throat> Uh, when you believe uh, sincerely uh, into a certain religious, um, then you easily grow that kind of faith. But when you don't, 
for many different reasons, then to have faith is something that, sorry, <coughs> sorry very much, it's, it's something that you have to grow um, out of nothing. Hmm. And that is not easy. And um, for my personal experience of uh, religion, I didn't have a very nice experience. So um, that kind of faith, it doesn't help me a lot <laughs> at all. Um, but I remember the very first time I went to the ashram was in 95, I think. And... Um, and I remember I had a, conver a conversation. I asked probably, no, that was in 96. When I finished my training, I went back to the ashram one year later. And I really want to talk with Gurudev. I was coming from a very dark um, moment of my life. I quit my job. And um, it was a very dark moment. And... Uh, and I asked him some question and he answered. I don't remember exactly all my questions, but that is not important. But what is important that till now I have his voice in my ear that he said, well, there is no problem. I mean, if you uh, want to take responsibility yourself, you don't have faith then you, you are responsible. If you grow faith, if you have faith, then you are not responsible. You don't have to worry about. So saying that was 1996. <laughs> I'm still here, uh, you know, with that in my, in my ear and my heart, most of all. So for me, Faith is something that has to grow slowly. And I believe that that sentence that Guru Dev always says, say, uh, it's all for good, which is so simple. Uh, oh, sorry. That is a so simple sentence. It gives me how much I can, uh, through that, concept I can grow uh, faith but before faith I think I should grow trust and that it's a little easier so I am working a lot on that trust and slowly here and there my faith in basically more in the yogic teaching is growing and uh, my faith into the all-pervading energy is growing even though i still need uh, when i practice a little bit of the proof i was telling you about yeah We'll stick with the word trust because I, I know what you mean about faith because I think it's just been used by many religions a lot and has maybe a different feel to it. Um, when we trust, do you experience kind of a lightness of a, of a way of being? Like when you feel, okay, I trust, how does it change 
your experience of being alive? And if we're not trusting, is there maybe like a heaviness or a feeling that I need to figure out what to do? Um, I need to make things better um, as opposed to, okay, I'm just, again, a part of something else. And um, I trust in whatever I'm going to do. Yeah, personally, when I, I can see that my trust is growing, then I do feel lighter because I don't need to have so much control over certain things. And especially I learned a lot through this year on managing the, the yoga center um, because it's pretty big and it's a lot of things to do and a uh, lot of things to take care. And um, many other people has to help. Uh, otherwise, I mean, I can't do everything. And so that was a great school for me to learn to let go and to learn about trust. And the best thing and the thing that make me more happy and um, uh, and also, I think there is a, a taste of love for me is to trust completely another person that is doing certain things. And even now, I, I just let go to that, maybe a certain decision and then how to do things. I completely give to that person because I really trust, sincerely trust, because this is, again, the problem is that, okay, I can trust, but the percentage of my trust, I think, depends on how much I'm sincere myself to trust somebody else or to trust the situation that is, like, is happening in this way. I have a little example that is uh, more about, um, we can say, an energetic aspect. Um, Sometimes it happened maybe that I have a dream or maybe just a thought of something that I maybe decide I should go to do this and this, or maybe I should go left. And then there is an intuition, a thought coming, or, or a dream. It happened to me also, some dream that tells me that I need to go right. And sincerely, my mind still thinks that the best thing is to go left. But I learned, I learned to listen like a soldier <laughs> to that intuition or to that dream or whatever it can manifest and when I did then I did have a proof that it was right to go in the direction that my dream or my intuition or even somebody else intuition if I if there is a person or if there is a situation that keeps, keeps saying, no, do this, no, don't do that, but keep doing this. And then after maybe three, four times, I really listen carefully and I, and I change my mind. I mean, I, it's not that I change my mind, but I choose to listen to this other thing 
or person even if I don't agree. I don't know if I answered your question. I think so. But I think that is very important. If you've enjoyed this content and think others might as well, please feel free to share and subscribe.